All right, how's everybody doing? Hotel, hey, this is Michael M. Hotel, founder of the African History Network, host of the African History Network show. I'm a talk show host, researcher, lecturer, and writer. It is Friday, November 9th, 2018. And we're live, testing out uh, some of the equipment here. Because uh, I think I have a bad modem. But uh, also, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, our upcoming episode of the African History Network show coming up uh, this Sunday, November 11th. All right, so how's everybody doing? Share this broadcast on your Facebook page and want to deal with a little bit of the topics that we'll talk about. It's been a crazy, crazy week. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the topics that we've posted uh, here on our fan page about today. So uh, we know midterm elections were this past Tuesday, November 6th. You still have about 11 uh, congressional elections that are congressional races that have not been, um, the, the ballots have not been fully counted. They have not been fully decided. Uh, five congressional races in um, California alone, they're still tallying the ballots. Um, they're still uh, in in Florida. You still have two races: uh, one for senator and uh, one for governor. The totals of the ballots uh, are, still go on. Uh, with Andrew Gillum, it looks like there's going to be a um, a recount. Okay, it's a point four. Uh, it's a, a four tenth of four tenths of a percentage point are separating Andrew Gillum from uh, Ron DeSantis. So uh, all this is taking place at the same time, okay? Can you all hear me okay? Um, I'm trying to uh, monitor this on my on one of my phones also here. So we're, we're, so this Sunday, you know, we broadcast our show Sunday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the African History Network show on 9, 10 a.m. Superstation WFDF here in Detroit, and we broadcast on Facebook Live. So we're going to talk about that. Um, we'll talk some about midterm elections and uh, deal with some of what this means because you have a lot of policy issues pertaining to African Americans, whether you're talking about Medicaid expansion and uh, health care for all, that's really going to have a big impact on African Americans. Uh, you talk about uh, funding education, uh, pay for teachers, uh, all, all, all of these issues pertain to us, whether it says black agenda or not, okay? We, all of these issues pertain to us. Legalizing marijuana, that passed uh, in Detroit, legalizing recreational marijuana. And I saw an article from the Detroit News where they're talking about uh, going back and throwing out uh, court cases pertaining to people being arrested for having recreational marijuana. That's also going to impact African-Americans. So whether it says black agenda, African-American agenda or not, all these policies impact us. OK, so we'll, we'll talk about that this Sunday. You know, we broadcast on Facebook Live. Also, also want to let you know we have a special weekend promotion dealing with advertising with the African History Network. OK, so a lot of uh, we have a lot of African-American business owners that follow us on our Facebook fan page, the African History Network, the African History Network. And if you have, if you don't already follow us, click the follow button. Um, and you're trying to find out how can we get more advertisers, okay, uh, for our business to increase revenue. 
Email us at customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com, customerservice at africanhistorynetwork.com. So we have a special promotion for this weekend only. You'll get two months for 50% off, two months for 50% off. And basically what it is, normally it's a hundred, and normally it's $200 a month to advertise with the African History Network. Um, and you're gonna get two months for $100. And that is that offer expires Sunday, November 11th, 2018, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. We can get you up and running uh, today or tomorrow. And uh, what we do is we take your 30 second to 60 second commercial and we put it audio commercial, we put it into the audio podcast of our shows and the a lot of the Facebook live broadcasts I do. I turn those into audio podcasts as well. So we're on six different podcast platforms. We're on uh, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Castbox, FM Player, TuneIn.com, and ACAST. Those are the six that I know of. And in each episode, we reach thousands of people across the country uh, with each episode, okay? If you don't have a uh, commercial, we can record one for you at no additional charge. But email us at customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com uh, for more information, okay? Customer service at africanhistorynetwork.com. All right, so some of the, uh, and, and African-American business owners, post the name of your broadcast here, post the name of your business here, on the thread of the broadcast as well. We'll give you a shout out. Okay, so some of the topics that we'll deal with this Sunday. Okay, um, one, we'll talk some about midterm elections and what that means. We see that the uh, Democrats took control, took back control of the House of Representatives. Okay, and that is good if you have been following what's been going on with Donald Trump and the Republicans because they have, they're, for the most part, have been no checks on him and Congress is supposed to be a check on the president based upon uh, Article Two of the U.S. Constitution. And Republicans, for the most part, have been letting uh, Trump run wild. So we'll deal with um, the uh, some of the results of the midterm elections on the national basis. Also, we see that the day after midterm elections, we see that Attorney General Jefferson Borgar Sessions III, Jeff Sessions, was forced to resign, okay? And this is bringing about uh, some uh, some conflicts of interest and really a constitutional crisis in the Department of Justice and in the federal government because um, the person who uh, Trump skipped over Department of Justice policy and didn't hire the second in command, which would be Rod Rosenstein, didn't put him in as uh, acting attorney general. He goes and gets somebody, Matthew Whitaker, who uh, has not been confirmed by the U.S. Senate. And the reason why uh, it appears that he, choo he chose him is because of some things Whitaker has said in the past and really in opposition to the uh, Mueller investigation one and talked about ways you can choke the Mueller investigation. But also, uh, it appears from the uh, reporting from Vox News uh, tonight, exclusive Trump loyalist Matthew Whitaker was counseling the White House on investigating Hillary Clinton. Whitaker advised the president on launching a new special counsel while working as chief of staff for Attorney General Jeff Sessions. And uh, if you look at the reporting from MSNBC, 
uh, tonight. It appears that uh, uh, Matthew Whitaker has been uh, advised, has been getting information from the DOJ, but uh, relaying this information to the White House, relaying this information Trump as well. Kind of like what um, Devin Nunes was doing with the House Intelligence Committee. Okay, so this guy has numerous um, conflicts of interest. Matthew Whitaker, whom Donald Trump named as his acting attorney general on Wednesday, privately provided advice to the president last year, 2017, on how the White House might be able to pressure the Justice Department to investigate the president's political adversaries, Box.com has learned. Whitaker was an outspoken critic of special counsel Robert Mueller's uh, probe before he became uh, the chief of staff to Attorney General Jeff Sessions in September 2017, that has rightfully raised concerns that Whitaker might now attempt to sabotage Mueller's investigation. But new information suggests that Whitaker, while working for Attorney General Jeff Sessions, advocated on behalf of and attempted uh, advocated on behalf of and attempted to facilitate Donald Trump's desire to exploit the Justice Department and FBI to investigate the president's enemies. These, these are flags on the plays all over the place. These, these are huge, glaring conflicts of interest. It's, it's, uh, and, and also, based upon the, the DOJ policy um, and based upon the policy in putting in um, the, um, the Vacancy Act, uh, uh, where you can put somebody in a place, uh, uh, a position, for up to seven months, because this person is not confirmed by the U.S. Senate, they really have no authority. So Mueller is not bound to follow anybody else, is not bound to follow uh, any director from him. He, he really has no authority, okay? But also, this is a huge conflict of interest, huge conflict of interest, okay? And then also, the other thing is, is that the company that he was on the board of, an advisory board of, they're being investigated by the FBI, and the FBI reports to the Attorney General. The FBI is is one of the government entities, one of the federal, uh, one of the um, Department of Justice entities that reports directly to the Attorney General. So there are huge conflicts of interest here. Okay, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, this. Uh, this Sunday on the African History Network show because we'll, we'll deal some with politics. We have to. How's everybody doing? Share this broadcast on your Facebook page. Invite your friends to tune in also. Okay. And then, uh, so we'll talk some about that. Uh, and then it, we have to talk about Trump's attacks on uh, three African-American female uh, reporters, White House reporters. Okay. You have uh, April Ryan. Uh, you have uh, Yamiche Alcindor, and uh, also Abby Huntsman. I think was the other one. There's a good article from uh, the Washington Post from today dealing with how Trump is uh, uh, attacking uh, the, how, what Trump has said. How, how he has attacked them over the past two days. Uh, what a stupid question, Trump, that means three black female reporters in three days, okay? Uh, this just happened after the midterm elections, okay? And and the most recent one was this morning, all right? 
Uh, Trump has made no secret of his contempt for reporters whom he calls fake news and uh, quote unquote enemy of the people. He also had unkind things to say about women and uh, people who are African-American, of course, because he's a white supremacist. We all know that. But this week he hit a trifecta, trifecta singling, singling out three African-American women who are journalists. Uh, oh, Abby Phillip, that's what, that's what I meant to say. Abby Phillip, April Ryan, and Yamiche Alcindor earned his contempt, apparently just for asking him questions. Uh, Trump called on uh, Abby Phillips' question. He called her question stupid, described April Ryan as a loser, and brushed off Yamiche Alcindor's question as being racist. Uh, Yamiche Alcindor asked him, uh, about him claiming he's a nationalist. And we know that's just cold word for white nationalists. And he said that, he, he said her question was racist. He, he, see, these are things that he says that when he doesn't want to be held accountable, when he doesn't want to ask the question, he'll deflect from it. Um, now, Abby Phillip, a CNN reporter and former Washington Post journalist, drew Trump's wrath on Friday today after she asked whether he hoped Matthew G. Whitaker, Trump's appointee as acting attorney general, would quote unquote, rein in special counsel Robert S. S. Mueller's uh, probe of Trump's presidential campaign. And uh, Trump responded, what a stupid question that is. What a stupid question. He, uh, he didn't answer, he, he did not answer the allegedly stupid question, but he did pour more contempt on Abby Phillip. And he said, I watch you a lot. You, you ask a lot of stupid questions. So when we see Trump's pattern, we, we know he has a hatred for the media unless it's Fox News, which is Trump TV, or unless he wants to sit down for an interview with the New York Times and tell a bunch of lies, or sit down with the Washington Post and tell a bunch of lies, okay? However, he has an intense antipathy when it comes to African-Americans. He, he'll call them low IQ, he'll attack the intelligence of uh, Representative uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, he'll uh, attack the intelligence of other African-Americans and African-American journalists. There's an intense antipathy when it comes to African-Americans trying to hold him accountable. And this is what we see here uh, now. And, and also April Ryan was on the Times on the Morning Show this morning, she talked about how, you know, she had to beef up security, she gets death threats, etc. Now, Trump has suggested, uh, he, uh, so we just saw what happened with Jim Acosta um, on, on uh, early in the week, and Jim Acosta had his, of, of CNN, and he had his press credentials uh, removed, we saw, uh, taken, uh, uh, rescinded, we saw that uh, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders was circulating a video that came from InfoWars that has been doctored, has been altered to try to make the altercation between Jim Acosta and a, a White House intern who was trying to take away Jim Acosta's um, microphone to make it look like he was more aggressive and they sped up the film, okay? They sped up the video. Now this was doctored video coming from InfoWars that Sarah Huckabee Sanders was circulating. And she's a liar, she's a straight out liar who, who uh, just stands up and defends Trump. She, if she has some integrity, she would have resigned months ago, okay? But this is, I mean, these are, I mean, Trump's stance and his attack on the media, these are things that come from banana republics. These are things that come from dictatorships. So Trump suggested he was considering pulling other reporters' press 
press credentials to cover the White House, as he did with CNN reporter Jim Acosta on Wednesday, among those he brought up in the context of April Ryan, okay? And he said, you talk about someone who's a loser, um, and he said, she doesn't know, referring to April Ryan, he said, she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. She gets publicity and then she gets a pay raise or she gets a contract with, I think, CNN, but she's very nasty and she shouldn't be. You've got to treat the White House and the Office of the Presidency with respect. Well, he doesn't treat the White House with respect. He doesn't treat the presidency with respect. So this is, I mean, this is somebody with some severe mental issues. And when you look at, and, and, and Trump knows the walls are coming in. He knows Mueller is coming after him. And not only that, Democrats will have power come January. They will have subpoena power because being that they took control of the U.S. House of Representatives, and they should have, they will be able to subpoena taxes. They will, they, they will be able to launch legitimate investigations. Now, the other thing, the, uh, uh, another shoe dropped later today, and we'll discuss some of this Sunday on the African History Network show because we deal with politics as well. Politics impacts every aspect of our life. The Wall Street Journal had a big article today, a bombshell article, and other news outlets picked it up, including New York Post. Trump intimately involved in arranging, arranging Stormy Daniels' Karen McDougal payoffs, according to a, 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 um, a report from prosecutors. Trump intimately involved in arranging Stormy Daniels' uh, Karen McDougal payoff. So Karen McDougal was the Playboy playmate that he was alleged to have an affair with. And the article from the Washington, from the Wall Street Journal is entitled, Donald Trump played central role in hush payoffs to Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. It's a 10-page article from the Wall Street Journal. Read that one. Donald Trump played central role in hush payoffs to Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. Now, this contradicts what Trump has said in interviews before. Trump was personally involved in arranging hush money to a porn star and a Playboy centerfold despite his repeated denials that he was aware of the details according to a bombshell report published Friday. The future president met with his longtime friend, David Pecker, that's his last name, that's his real last name, publisher of the National Enquirer at Trump Tower in August of 2015 and asked David Pecker how the publisher could help his campaign, the Wall Street Journal reported. Now, keep in mind, the Wall Street Journal is a conservative news outlet that's owned by Rupert Murdoch, and they're reporting this, okay? This is information that Michael Cohen provided to the Mueller investigation. Remember, Cohen has all these recordings and Cohen is cooperating with the Mueller investigation. Trump sees the handwriting on the wall. Donald Trump Jr. is afraid he's going to be indicted in the next couple of weeks. Okay. David Pecker, head of American media, the tabloid's parent company, offered to use his National Enquirer to buy the silence of women if they try to publicize alleged affairs with Donald Trump. The Wall Street Journal reported citing information discovered by federal prosecutors in Manhattan. Okay, that sounds like the Southern District of New York. Okay, the uh, that's the, uh, the federal prosecutors, Department of Justice. There, less than a year later, Trump asked David Pecker to quash the story 
of former Playboy model Karen McDougal, who said that she and Donald Trump had an affair in 2006 when Trump was married to his third wife, Melania. AMI, American Media um, Interactive, I think it is, AMI, soon paid $150,000 to Karen McDougal to shut her up, and Trump later thanked David Pecker for his help, the Wall Street Journal reported. The report provides a blow-by-blow account of the negotiations that led to that payoff and another to porn vixen Stormy Daniels based on testimony of Donald Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen, and interviews with, quote, three dozen people who have direct knowledge of the events or who have been briefed on them, as well as court papers, corporate records, and other documents, end quote, the Wall Street Journal reported. Now, this is a direct campaign finance law violation. This is a violation of campaign finance law because this was designed to impact an election. Trump did not want the information about these affairs to come out before the uh, November 8th, 2016 election. This was not reported as a campaign um, donation. This is a violation of campaign finance law. You got to read this report. This is huge. All this stuff is happening since since Tuesday. All this stuff is, is going on since Tuesday. Okay. And um, Trump is in deep trouble. And he knows it. Trump is in deep, deep trouble. And he knows it because that election Tuesday has shifted the whole momentum because he knows that Democrats now come Jan early January, the, 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 the um, early January is when the change takes place and they take the majority and they will be able to launch investigations. And he, he knows all this is coming and it's coming quickly. Reading is imperative, family. Remember, it was illegal for our ancestors to read and gain knowledge of self. Still to this day, we lack a knowledge of self, especially this younger generation. DTR 360 Books has the books for you to develop and add to your knowledge in this world we live in. DTR 360 Books is one of the fastest growing online bookstores and it provides books dealing with finance, history, business, children's books, and more. Their motto is applied knowledge is true power. As the Bible states, faith without works is dead. So their thing is applying the knowledge that which you receive from these books. Visit their website today dtr360books.com dtr360books.com and you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Mel Trek is an animated series that teaches our children about their greatness. Episode 1 deals with exploring ancient Africa where they go back in time and visit various African civilizations and the contributions that they gave to the world. Episode 2 deals with exploring pre-Columbian Americas and the children journey 
back in time to learn about several aboriginal cultures, defining structures, and nations who arrived in the Americas before Christopher Columbus. This is a great teaching tool for homeschooling and the classroom, and they teach our children that their history did not start in slavery. We have the videos as well as the coloring book and storybook available at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. We have a Mail Trek bundle pack on sale right now for $79.99, and it includes all three episodes of Afro Man and the Protectors of the Book of Knowledge. Get this great gift and teaching tool for your children today at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Ed Anime Productions presents Mel Trek, Episode 1, Exploring Ancient Africa. Witness the most accurate historical account of African and African-American people. A story that has never been told like this before. Join Bunchy, Chen, Percy, Michelle, and Jesse as they open their third eyes and are sent back in time by their magical teacher, Ms. Lawford. They begin their adventure in ancient Africa in the Nile Valley. There, they meet a young Egyptian boy named Ramesses. Using hip-hop, funky beats, and rhymes, Ramesses teaches the children about the great kingdoms of Africa. They explore the Nile Valley. The Nile Valley was a place of Ghana. Ghana is the first star. Land of the gold that is so nonstop. Mali and Songhai. Mali and Songhai must have had some serious armies. The Congo. The Congo region is beautiful. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe's where we land. And Zulu. Witness the mental and spiritual transformation of the characters. Not only will they transform, but you will also as you travel with Meltrek. Let's resurrect the spirit of our ancestors inside all of us and recall that we all come from greatness so we can be great. We're going to do a different time zone Where our ancestors always sat down the throne Yeah, and I'm talking about you and me Our big location considered greatest and royalty So rise up, sons and daughters of a KB land It's time to claim our riches and take back our land So come and take this journey And when you come back Tell your friends and family all about the mail track Mail track, mail track, mail track Mail track, mail track, mail track Back to the base You talk about the mail track are you struggling with your finances or just need a second opinion? My name is Martisha Patterson and I am here to help. Whether you have questions about credit, retirement, taxes, investments, or meeting day-to-day -day responsibilities, you deserve access to a qualified, caring, and resourceful financial professional. As a certified financial planner with over 19 years in the wealth management industry, I have a passion for helping people gain confidence and become successful with money. Taking control of your finances creates options instead of obstacles confidence instead of uncertainty. Make no mistake, this is an important step for all of us. Will you allow your situation to control you or will you take control and make your money behave? My name is Martisha Patterson. Call or email me today to schedule an appointment. My phone number is 646-552-4384. Again, 646-552-4384 or email me at pattersonplan17 at gmail.com. Okay, and he made a big mistake firing Jeff Sessions because that's obstruction of justice. He made another big state mistake of skipping over the line of succession to be acting attorney general and appointing uh, 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 Matthew um, Whitaker 
who has huge conflicts of interest. And that's obstruction of justice also. So Trump is in deep trouble. Okay. So that's one of the stories we'll talk about as well Sunday night. Okay. And then, because I'm laying out the show. And then this other story here from New York Times, right? So Jeff Session in a last minute act before he left the White House, he signed a memo that sharply limits the use of consent decrees to curb police abuses. Now, see, once again, this is an example of how elections have consequences. This is why I try to explain to people. And a lot of African-centered people say, they say, oh, I'm not going to vote because they don't have a black agenda. Policies impact you regardless of whether it says black agenda, African-American agenda, pan-African agenda or not. Policies impact you, period. OK, so you had some people. Who, who in the uh, midterm elections, they said, well, I'm not going to vote for I, I ain't vote for any candidate because none of them had a black agenda. OK, well. Let's look at something here. Other ethnic groups of people, they don't wait for a candidate to present a, an agenda to them, a Hispanic agenda to them. No, they present one to the candidate. That's where people who want to follow that line of thinking, that's where they go wrong. They haven't studied enough. Other, other ethnic groups don't wait for a candidate to present a, an agenda to them. They present an agenda to the candidates. But you have to do research to do that. So you have a lot of people saying, oh, we need to follow Dr. Claude Anderson's five, you know, uh, uh, five story building and all this stuff. Well, I, Dr. Claude Anderson is one of my teachers. I just interviewed him October 28th, 2018 on my radio show. The African History Network show was podcast on six different podcast platforms. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook Live. Did you listen to it? So if you if you want to talk about the, the five story building and leveraging our economics to enforce our politics and holding the elected officials accountable and gaining control, you know, building the economic base, things like that. Problem is, well, number one, nobody can tell you how long it's going to take to build this economic base. If we really want to be if we if we really want to talk about this, nobody's talked about how long it's going to take to build this economic base. I'm all with it. Doc, Dr. Claude Anderson and I. He's one of my teachers. I've known him for years. We have private conversations. I tell them, Doc, it's six, it's number one, it's six stories. The foundation is African history and culture, which influences, which gives us our values, our interests, and our principles, and influences our economic empowerment and our political empowerment. Because if we try to build this five-story building and we still have a European, Europeanized, colonized mind, it's not going to work, which is one of the reasons why, it, it, for the most part, it hasn't worked. This is because, because our mindset is still a European, Europeanized, colonized mindset and because we've been stripped of african history and culture we've been taught to see reality through the eyes of europeans so this is why that foundation the 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 the, the, the every ethnic group in america their foundation is not economics their foundation is their history and culture that gives them the cohesiveness that they need to build an economic foundation but so the people who said well I'm not going I'm not going to vote in midterm elections. I'm not going to vote for U.S. Senate. I'm not going to vote for governor. I'm not going to vote for U.S. House of Representatives, even though the House of Representatives. Approves the federal budget and the 2019 federal budget is four point one trillion dollars and taxpayer dollars flow from the federal budget to help fund state budgets, to help fund city budgets. 
and these help to fund all different types of programs and initiatives and that's recycling taxpayer dollars okay so the question we should ask ourselves well, wait a second if you pay taxes and your taxpayer dollars pay politicians and all of the programs all of the initiatives all of the budgets are funded by taxpayer dollars shouldn't you have a say in how your taxpayer dollars are utilized or do you think you should just pay taxes and be quiet because that's not what other ethnic groups do they have an economic base and they are and they vote and they have a say in how their taxpayer dollars are utilized if you don't think so go look at their communities they have they hold elected officials accountable they have a say in how their taxpayer dollars are utilized so the people who say that oh well this these candidates didn't have a black agenda but then they talk about dr claude anderson the polynomics well why don't you take this book polynomics to the elected officials and say this is our agenda here are the top seven things here are the top five things we we're concerned about where do you stand on this the, the people no look see nobody thought about that the people who said i'm not going to vote for this candidate i ain't going to vote for none of them because they don't have a black agenda first of all you have it backwards you don't wait for them to 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 present an agenda to you you present an agenda to them so you got it backwards already that's strike one but if you talk about dr claude anderson's theories and his plans and five-story building if you read polynomics why don't you say this is our this is our agenda why don't you go to elected officials and say this is our agenda okay now where do you stand on these issues because nobody thought about that the reason why they didn't think about that is because many of them really are not trying to change anything they just want to complain about everything it says right here the national plan to apply empower black america who thought about doing that who thought about actually doing that okay so let them know this is what michael m hotep said you should do okay if you if, if you want to if you want to follow dr claude anderson and doc and i talk a lot of his stuff is good there's some things here and i go back and forth on and he and when i explain it to him he has to agree with me you can listen to you can listen to the interviews i deal with them. i pose i say doc look we should do this and he agrees with me so if you if so if you're going to say we should follow this present that to the elected official let me give you an example march of 2017 i think it was march 22nd see this is how a lot of people who make these arguments either they haven't studied it or they're just regurgitating rhetoric this is how you this is how we know that many of them are regurgitating rhetoric some of them mean well and don't know any better some of them don't want anything to change so they can keep complaining and then just have a platform for themselves to just spread conspiracy theories and a bunch of nonsense because some of them really don't want anything to change march i think it was march 22nd but it was definitely march of 2017. the executive leadership of the congressional black caucus met with donald trump at the white house met with donald trump and his staff at the white house i covered it on my radio i talked about it on my radio show when they met with donald trump then they say mr president where's your black agenda they presented a 125 page agenda to donald trump see when people are serious that's what they do they didn't wait they didn't say where's your agenda where's your black agenda mr president no they presented one to trump this is it right here what's it called we have a lot to lose solutions to advance black families in the 21st century 
Where'd you get this from, Michael M. Hotel? CBC.house.gov. I got it when it came out in March of 2017. I've talked about it since then. So the people who say, oh, well, they didn't have a black agenda, why didn't you download this and present it to the to the to the people running for office and say, this is our agenda? This came right from the Congressional Black Caucus. You don't have to like the CBC. We're dealing with we're dealing with politics. And in the and in, in the back of the plan, they list actual policies with the house bill with the house uh with the uh house of representatives number with the bill number and they list the policies to address all the issues and problems that they lay out here so who actually did so the people who are running around saying we ain't vote for this because because whether you voted for them or not their policies will impact you and if the wrong people get in office your condition is gonna get worse, whether you think it will or not. If you look in, if you look in Georgia, $9.5 billion are generated from movies being filmed, movies and TV shows being filmed in Georgia. Georgia is looked at as a Southern Hollywood. A lot of people don't know, a lot of the film Black Panther was filmed at Tyler Perry's studios in Atlanta. This is documented. Tyler Perry posted about this on his Instagram page. Okay, a lot of the film Black Panther was filmed at Tyler Perry's studios in um, Atlanta. Okay, the the film Black Panther generated about it, it pumped about eighty nine million dollars into the Georgia economy. They hired about three thousand Georgians, many of them African Americans, dealing with the film, all different types of things: hairdressers, caterers, extras for the film, all different types of things like that. That okay? They give tax breaks and incentives to the film companies to come there and film. Um. Brian Kemp wants to do away with that. That helps generate money for people in Georgia and also people who have businesses, catering businesses, limousine businesses, transportation businesses. What happens when they when they get rid of that? And $9.5 billion generated from all these movies and TV shows goes away. Who do you think that's going to impact? What happens when you have somebody who wants to expand Medicaid, which uh, and and uh, and and to cover uh, uh, thousands more people in Georgia, and it's going to generate tens of thousands of jobs, and you have somebody who don't want doesn't want to do that. They're not just talking about expanding Medicaid for white people. That's going to positively impact us also. So one. Policies don't have to say black agenda to benefit you. And they don't have to say and, and, and they don't have to have a name or color on it to negatively impact you. You got to look at the policies of the candidates that are running. The, you have to and, and look at how their policies match up with your issues. People are not doing that. Two, if you want a black agenda, you need to present it to the candidates. You don't wait for them to present it to you. Nobody does that. Ready to start getting healthy? Well, I'm here to let you know that All Natural Honey is a great way to start. At Crazy Boy Honey, we offer All Natural Honey for the lowest prices. Our honey has no additives or preservatives. Go to crazyboyhoney.com. That's crazyboyhoney.com and see what we have to offer. And remember, shipping is free. Ooh, 
Hey, this is Alex, the App Nerd. I create low-cost, high-quality mobile apps for people like you. Do you want to take your business to the next level by reaching more customers and potential clients? How about making ordering products and scheduling services easier? Does your church or organization want to improve youth participation? Perhaps you want to create a mobile game or dating app and make money off of paid ads. Well, what are you waiting for? Let me help you. Go to my site, appinmyhead.com. Request a free quote today. That's appinmyhead.com. What would you do if someone took your real-life story and stole it from you, made millions off of it, and got away with it? That is exactly what happened to Shatona Tillman Sr., the real John Q. Being one of the most innovative and prolific writers of his time, his new book, The Nose of Men, The Yes of God, based on a true story, gives chilling testimony of his personal battle for justice against big names like Time Warner and New Line Cinema. In his unapologetic new book, The Nose of Men, The Yes of God, you'll hear about the judges and corrupt lawyers as Shatona Tillman Sr. warns us about the life and the pitfalls in the movie industry. You'll be at the edge of your seat as this book reveals the brutal truth about the theft of the feature film John Q, how Time Warner in New Line Cinema stole his movie and how he's fighting to get it back. 
Pick up your very own copy today, The Nose of Men, The Yes of God, based on a true story by Shatonda Tillman Sr. You won't regret it at www.therealjohnq.com. Are you looking to regain your health and vitality? Then visit naturallifeenergy.com. That's naturallifeenergy.com. It is an alkaline, plant-based diet website based on Dr. Sebi's methodology and nutritional guide, which supports the healthy expression of the African black gene, but it benefits everyone. Combat the ill effects of white supremacy that has brainwashed black people into eating foods that support the development of diabetes, high blood pressure, and cancer. Gain a better understanding of how to use a plant-based diet based on Dr. Sebi's nutritional guide to help heal your body and mind by reading Achilles' book, Alkaline Plant-Based Diet. Learn how to use herbs used in Dr. Sebi's methodology to help address complex diseases like lupus and IBS in his herbal book, Alkaline Herbal Medicine. Alkaline Herbal Medicine. Purchase Achilles' books from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other book retailers. Get your copies today. I know you all watched the movie Black Panther and saw Wakanda and wanted to buy a one-way ticket straight to that magical place. Well, why not? The International Black Book is a cyber Wakanda, a black wonderland. It is well overdue for the black diaspora to come together and build a global community where we can choose to buy black, travel black, and eat black. Place your complimentary listing of your business or agency. You are welcome at internationalblackbook.com, internationalblackbook.com. Sign up today. Well, you know, um, if you back, going back to um, the beginning of President Obama's tenure, Roland Martin on, his, on News One Now, when he was doing News One Now, he talked about how the LGBT community presented a 54-page agenda to President Obama within the first 60 days of his first administration. They didn't wait for him to present an agenda to them. No, they present it to him. And then a platform is created. We have it backwards. So go cbc.house.gov. Check that out because they have a lot of good things in there. And not only and now and one of the good things about it. Is, is, is written by lawmakers. So they have the actual bills already drawn up. They have, to, they have to get support to get this stuff pushed through the House of Representatives in the U.S. Senate. That's not dealing with a bunch of theory. That's dealing with stuff ready to go now. It just has to get the right support. cbc.house.gov, okay? As we have a lot to lose. Okay, but see, when you when you just focused on rhetoric and not solutions, you're not even thinking about things like that. When you just focused on rhetoric and not solutions, you're not even thinking about stuff like that. Okay. Uh, Bruce said, "Thanks for the time." All right, thanks, Bruce. How's everybody doing? Hey, I'm Michael M. Hotel, host of the African History Network show, founder of the African History Network. Follow us here on Facebook. The African History Network, the African History Network. This is my fan page. 
uh, that I created and started this back in uh, 2010. Um, if you like this type of information, you could donate to the African History Network that helps us stay, helps us keep doing the research, keep doing our radio show, stay on the air, paypal.me forward slash the AHN show. Also, African American business owners, if you want to gain more customers, right? You want to increase revenue. You can advertise with the African History Network on the audio podcast of our weekly radio show and also uh, different uh, broadcasts I do throughout the week. We turn that into an audio podcast, right? Email us at customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. We have a special weekend promotion. You'll get two months for 50% off, okay? Promotion's going on until Sunday, November 11th, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a, a great, great offer, and this uh, uh give you an opportunity to see how we can help your business also, okay? Post the name of your African-American-owned business here on the thread of the broadcast. Uh, email us at customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. We take your 30-second to 60-second commercial. If you have one, audio commercial, you have one. Or if you don't, we can record one for you at no additional charge. We put it into the audio podcast of our radio show. So I just uploaded uh, the show I just did Sunday. I just uploaded that uh, a couple of days ago. All my days are running together because covering the elections and things like that, I've been getting to bed late. I think I got to bed this morning. It was about 4 in the morning, something like that. Um, and then this Sunday, this the Sunday show, November 11th, we'll upload that probably Monday morning, Monday afternoon. Okay. Um, and then also you can uh, order our DVD lectures that helps to support us, support us as well. Um, at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com, we have a uh, new bundle pack, right? So Columbus Day was October 12th, um, and then uh, that October 8th or 9th, that Monday was the federal holiday of Columbus Day. So we have an eight DVD bundle pack, a new eight DVD bundle pack, the Africans that were here before Columbus, the Africans that were here before Columbus. And it deals with the African presence, um, it deals with the African presence in this country going back tens of thousands of years. It has the double lecture that I did with Dr. David M. Hotep, who wrote the book, uh, he wrote this book here, The First Americans Were Africans Documented Evidence. This deals with uh, the African presence in this country going back at least 51,700 years ago. Documented evidence, the Khoisan, who have the oldest DNA on the planet. They come from Southern Africa, the ancestors to the Ainu and the Twa. The, um, in archaeology and anthropology, the Twa derisively called pygmies. They travel all around the world. So um, we, I, he and I did a double lecture uh, a few years ago, so it deals with his research. And then uh, also we have um, the lecture, one of the lectures from Dr. Ivan Van Sertema. They came before Columbus. Uh, we have a lecture from Dr. John Henry Cargill or Christopher Columbus in the African Holocaust. Uh, you get one of my double lectures dealing with uh, Columbus and showing, showing you his voyages and the connection between Christopher Columbus and the Africans known as the Moors, who um, are in Europe for 800 years. And this 800-year occupation of Europe leads to the transatlantic slave trade happening. I also deal with the history of Halloween because we know October 31st, right, is Halloween as well. So I deal with the history of Halloween and the origins of Halloween also. So it's an eight-DVD bundle pack, the Africans that were here before Columbus. We just posted a link here. 
on the thread of the broadcast is also on the homepage at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. We'll post this again. Uh, it's uh, on well, $70, yeah, $70, an eight DVD bundle pack. Um, I forgot the original price of it, something like $130, something like that. Um, but all of my DVD lectures are available at our website, AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. You can listen to our, our audio podcast there as well. So we have almost 900 episodes of our shows and our broadcast. Okay. Uh, there also. All right. Let's look at some of your comments here. Sis Ray Lay. Uh, Hail our brothers, veterans. Okay. Danielle, thanks so much. I'm going to the site to see how I can advertise my business. Okay. If you want to advertise your business, just email us. Uh, and I can send you the information. We can get you up and running. Uh, email us at customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Customer service at AfricanHistoryNetwork.com. Whether you have a brick and, brick and mortar store or an e-commerce store, you sell African garb, African clothing, hair products. Um, if you are a book author, if you have an event coming up that you want to promote, uh, you're bringing in an African-centered scholar, maybe somebody from Hidden Colors, uh, something like that, advertise with the African History Network, okay? All right, who else we have here? All right, who else we have here? We have Forrest. Um, Call direct funding. Okay, what is it? What is what does your business do? Uh, Forest G Realty. Okay. Uh, we have Amber. She said, "True." Forest said, "Everyone wants a hey black man." Here you go. Yeah, you know, I, I just find it amazing how people were talking, calling the radio shows, talking about Dr. Carter. And I was listening to Reverend Al Sharpton's show today. I listen to the show almost every day. Um, and I mean, he has a lot of good information on this show, a lot of good interviews. And uh, people were saying, oh, they didn't vote because no black agenda, all this stuff. And he was saying, no, that's, that's what we present to them. We don't wait for them to present one to us. But people who have called in and talked about uh, Dr. Carl Anderson and his five-story building, things like this. I haven't heard one of his callers say, we need to present we need to present the Pyronomics plan to uh, elected officials and people seeking uh, our vote and say, hey, these are our issues. These are our top five issues, top seven issues. Where do you stand on this? How do your policies match up with it? I haven't heard one person on any of these radio shows say that. Take the book with you. I haven't heard one person say that. Okay, where can I get that shirt? Um, PIOclothing.com, PIOclothing.com. That's uh, Power in One, PIOclothing.com. Tell them you find out, find out about it from Michael and Hotep and African History Network because I need to talk to them about an endorsement deal. Every time I wear a shirt, people ask where they can get it from. So I need to talk to them about an endorsement deal. Kayla. Said exactly. Look at Monterey Park, California. Shabaka said, "Our communities need money." 
Well, there's money in our communities is just going to other people's businesses. There's money in our communities. And there's money flowing around in our communities. There's grant money. There, every city has a budget. Every city has an annual budget which reallocates taxpayer dollars. There's money there. We just don't understand where all the money is going when it's reallocated by City Hall. There's money allocated from the state. There's money that comes from the federal government to the state budget. The state budget allocates it to the cities. We don't understand how, most of us don't understand how all that works and where all this money goes. Um, okay. All right, guys, look, I got to get out of here. Hey, remember at the African History Network show, we focus on educating, empowering, and inspiring people of African descent throughout the diaspora and around the world because right now it's correct wrong behavior. It's not over till we win. We're kind of forever. We'll talk to you. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be on the air Sunday, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the African History Network show. Talk to you later. Peace.